You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Maybe they should have played this at halftime of the Badgers game against <laughs> Illinois instead of uh, the Paul Chris speech that didn't work, unfortunately. I'm Jim Rutledge alongside Alex Strofe. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. My regular co-host, Olympic gold medalist Matt Hamilton. He might be just about landing or close to landing here in Madison, so he'll be on the show around 2.15 as he hits the tarmac and makes his way uh, from the Madison airport to uh, the Madison Studios, the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Molly Brown with us as well. And, you know, when you want to talk about winning football games and coaching transitions and quarterbacks, who better to talk to in the state of Wisconsin than Joel Stavi, former Badger quarterback? Joel, thanks so much for uh, hopping on the show. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So I, I kind of alluded to there, Joel. You've played for you know for Paul. Uh, you played for Brett. You had time with Gary Anderson. You've seen the transition and what it does to the players. Let's start with that. I mean, what do you think these players are going through? Because uh, Brad Nortman, uh, who you've been a teammate with, talked about in the NFL when someone gets let go, a lot of players will you know initially take that personally, like they let their guy down. Yeah, you know it's going to be a it's going to be an interesting time for the program um, for as much as as much coaching turnover as I dealt with, it was never mid season. So um, it's going to be unique. They got to find a way to rally the troops here. And I mean, they're playing in five days, so six days from now. So, you know, they, they got to find a way to rally the troops. And, um, you know, I think coach Leonard will do an outstanding job. I think he's a great coach, Um, but it'll be tough. I think for everyone in that locker room. Yeah, Joel, was that the most surprising part to you about uh, Paul Chris being dismissed? Was it the fact it was midseason? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, you know, I, I'm pretty disappointed to see uh, Coach Chris go. I spent time with him my freshman year when he was the coordinator, and then he came back my senior year um, as the head coach. Right. Um, and just a lot of respect for Coach Chris. I think he's an excellent coach. I think he's an even better guy. Um, easy to talk to, fun to be around. So, you know, I was disappointed to see him go, but I also know – you know, the business that college football is. Um, but to see it happen midseason, I was I was pretty surprised by that. Um, you know, he's been all in all very successful at Wisconsin. Um, and I thought he'd really earn the opportunity to at least finish out the year. But, you know, last week's loss, that is, um, you know, a tough decision for staff to have to make. Um, and, you know, they, they made it, so... Talking with former Badgers quarterback Joel Stave here on Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. And, and Joel, uh, you kind of touched on there with Paul and the type of guy that he was. It, it did look like something was missing as far as the energy with the program. And, and McIntosh said he had a three-hour conversation with Paul, and then Jim Leonard was brought in at some point, and, and Jim looked emotional and, and drawn out and exhausted yesterday. So did Mac. Uh, that conversation, then approaching the team all together to talk to the team. Uh, do you think there was a factor of because Paul's such a good guy when he had this conversation with Mac that maybe there was a a realization that you know what maybe I'm not the guy for the job anymore because Paul's not even taking his full buyout again. Speaking to who Paul is, but also maybe Paul still continued to put Wisconsin first. Yeah, um, you know I. 
like like I said, he is he is a first first class guy and you know great person to be around. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm just surprised to see the the way that they've struggled the past I guess three years. Um, you know, last year they still ended nine and four, but struggled in some games that you would have thought they'd have won. And um, you know, with the way he started, he kind of came in and set the world on fire. They went, you know, they were ranked as high as like top five and Cotton Bowl win and Orange Bowl win and, you know, Rose Bowl a few years later. So, you know, he really started hot and, um, you know, I think, I think that's um, a testament to the kind of coach he is, but for whatever reason, things just kind of came off the wheels in the last, um, you know, couple of years and, and, you know, I can see why Chris McIntosh had to make the decision that he did. Yeah, it's a tough decision, obviously, and, and Chris McIntosh talked plenty about that last night when he met with the media. But, uh, Joel, I want to reflect on on the offseason between the 2014 and 2015 season, heading into your senior season at Wisconsin, obviously. We mentioned you're the all-time winningest quarterback in Wisconsin history. You were a leader on that team. You were a several-year starting quarterback, going through another head coaching transition. Now, it helped that it was Paul Chris coming in in 2015, as you mentioned, a guy who was your OC a couple of years prior, but... That transition is just, it's unique, right? It's a unique scenario in, in college sports. So you as a leader, how did you handle that with maybe some of the underclassmen and some of the guys that hadn't been through? I think the big thing that we learned from, you know, multiple coaching turnovers in my time there for me and everyone else who was kind of viewed as a leader on the team is that it's really on the players. You know, I mean, it's the coaches do everything they can every week to put us in a position to have success um, and to win football games. But really it's on us to make sure we know the plan and then make sure that we're executing the plan. Um, and I think we kind of showed that through the years with, you know, Gary Anderson and when he left and we had Barry step in and coach us in the Outback Bowl. And, you know, that, that in itself is kind of a weird thing. Yeah all your assistant coaches don't know what's going to happen. Everything's up in the air. But I think the players have always always did a really good job of kind of stepping in and, um, you know, being the leaders and being the people who steered the ship. Um, and I think they've got a good group of guys in the locker room. So, um, you know, it, I think it, the rest of this season will be really dictated by those guys and, um, you know, how they handle this adversity, how they respond to it, and how the leaders step up and, um, you know, take control and, put into action the game plans that the coaches are giving to him. Talking with uh, former Badger quarterback Joel Stavi here on Rutledge and Hamilton. And, and, and Joel, so I, I got this now. You, you played for Brett Bielema. You played for Paul Chris, Gary Anderson, and a game for Barry Alvarez. I mean, uh, probably an, uh, one of the rare feats out there and playing quarterback. Uh, you won more games than anyone else in the University of Wisconsin at quarterback. If you were having an opportunity to put your arm around Graham Mertz and there's probably pressure on him and – you know he's been up and down for his career. What do you tell him about what he can do going forward as far as you know updating and changing his legacy? Yeah, you know I think Graham is a really talented player. Um, I've never met him personally, but just um, watching the way that the ball naturally kind of comes out of his hand, I think he's I think he's really got a lot of physical tools and abilities. Um, now it's just a matter of you know playing confident, playing smart, having fun with it. Um, and believe me, I've been there where you go through struggles and you hear the outside noise and it's hard to block that out sometimes. And 
it's a lot easier said than done when you're removed from the situation to be like, oh, just go out and have fun and play the game, you know? But when, when you are playing loose, playing confident and having fun, um, it's amazing how much easier the game comes and just um, how much better you can play. So I think, I'm, I hope that he can kind of use this as an opportunity to um, reset and the team can kind of use this as an opportunity to reset um, and, you know, just play with the mentality that you got nothing to lose and, you know, go out each game and just cut it loose and have fun. Joel, I don't want to make it sound like a funeral, but obviously Paul Chris' tenure at the University of Wisconsin is over. And I've mentioned this several times today, but everybody I've talked to has just such a positive uh, you know, story and, and positive relationship with Paul Christ. He's an all-time good guy. Uh, is there a story that, that sticks out to you during your time with Paul Christ, either as your coordinator or as your head coach in your senior year? Is, is there a certain story that maybe sticks out you'd like to share? Yeah, I think the big thing that Coach Chris really um, did for me that I really appreciate was my senior year when he came back, you know, day one he said I was a starting quarterback and for every other season, um, I'd been in an off-season quarterback competition um, between the years that Danny O'Brien came in and then Tanner McAvoy came in, and then after that season, Tanner McAvoy was back in the quarterback competition. So it was just – it was always a looking-over-my-shoulder kind of mentality, and for him to come in and just lay it out there and say, yep, you're the guy, was – you know, a weight off my shoulders going into the spring. Um, and, but just, I, again, the kind of guy he was, I mean, anytime I'd come back to Madison, he'd set, I'd walk up into his office and he'd set aside 20, 30 minutes just to sit down and catch up. And, um, you know, he'd ask about my family, about my wife, about my kids. And, um, you know, he, he cared about the players and, you know, me personally, but all the players, um, as more than just football players, and that's what was special about him. Uh, Joel, with uh, you know a lot of players, it sounds like yourself as well. We talked to Brad Nortman on the air yesterday, texted some players off the air, and a lot of them just kind of sit like, this is a bummer, but it is also what college football is about now because of the name and likeness, because of the portal. Everything is amplified. There isn't patience, even at a school like Wisconsin. Do you think just the overall landscape of college football – kind of force Wisconsin's hand here and, and cost the guy, Paul, an opportunity he might have gotten five years ago? Um, I do. I, I think college football, even from the time that I played, um, my last year being in 2015, has changed drastically. You know, you got you got quarterbacks, you know, some of the Ohio States and Alabamas who are making multiple millions a year. Like, that is <laughs> a world of difference from when I was in school. So, um, you know, that in itself – there's an added level of pressure, um, you know, with the playoffs expanding. Like, college football is just – it's changing, and it's changing fast. Um, I think one thing that probably also played into the fact is – into the decision is the fact that you've got, you know, Jim Leonard, who's been – whose name has been thrown around for the past three years every offseason as, um, you know, a great coaching candidate. And I don't think anyone wanted to see him potentially get – scooped up by someone else so you know this is a good opportunity for him to um you know see test his hand at head coaching and um see how things go obviously this is not the situation that you'd want to start your head coaching career in but 
Um, I think he's an excellent coach. I think he's a great guy, um, super smart, super football-minded. So um, I, I, I hope him – I wish him nothing but the best, and I think he'll really have some success. Joel, I'm, I'm glad you bring that up because last question for you uh, on that is do you think Joe or Jim Leonard rather is the long-term answer or you think maybe the Badgers look external, maybe with a Lance Leipold? I know it's been less than 24 hours since we found <laughs> out, but curious on, on your thoughts on maybe the next head coach. Yeah, I think he certainly could be. Um, I mean, he is as Wisconsin as they come, and he was you know, one of the best players to ever come through here, an unbelievable NFL career and from an X's and O's standpoint, is really a, um, as good as they come on defense. So, And to have only been doing it for as many years as he has, it's, it's impressive what he's done from a defensive coordinator standpoint. Um, I think he's the guy who can connect with young people and um, can be a strong recruiter, and um, I, I certainly think he's got the tools to be um, the long-term replace or the long-term uh, coach here in Madison I just it'll be interesting to see how these next you know few few months pan out and if they go really well I, I don't know how they how Chris McIntosh handles that situation if you even open it up or just give him the job or um you know those are all questions that are <laughs> above my pay grade but I, I do think that he's got I think he's got a great opportunity to um to uh stick as the head coach here Joel, thank you uh, so much for the time. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. That is all-time winning quarterback in Wisconsin history, Joel Stave, joining us here on Rutledge and it's Hamilton. It's a hell of a line, right? Like yeah. that, you got to feel really damn good about yourself when somebody says that about you. All-time winningest quarterback in Wisconsin history. Yeah, damn, that sounds good. Anyway, go yeah, on. it's not like you're saying you know all-time winningest quarterback in like. Indiana football history. No, you're talking about a real damn good program in Wisconsin. That's getting back to a better level, they, they hope, at least, after the firing of Paul Christ. If you missed any of that interview, you can listen back to Wisconsin on the man, Apple, Spotify, wherever it is you like to listen to your podcast. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light.